Hi everybody, welcome Hi. back to Books and Beyond season 4. This is our first video episode and we are so happy because we're finally meeting in person. After so long and doing this in person, so hi Michelle. <laughs> hi Tara, I've been waiting for this since forever. You know, like I'm so used to seeing Tara's name on screen yeah. that now it just it feels so surreal, right? But I'm very, very happy that we are recording. Yeah, this. and it, it's been such an interesting journey because we started off from recording in a studio before the pandemic to all of these bloopers online to finally yeah. in the bound office with all our amazing books yeah. and plants, and we're so excited to go into this episode. And, and you know that I realized this is such a creative space. Like you know, this aesthetic makes a so much difference. Like I mean, yeah. you know, the two I would say your mindset also because otherwise you're just staring at the screen, you're staring yeah. at names. It's it's very robotic. Yeah. So this is literally behind the scenes at Bound. Uh, but we're yes. here to talk about a very interesting topic today. We got talking about it, and we were like, we must do this for the episode. Uh, so do you yeah. want to introduce this topic? Yes. Um, Tara, I was waiting to record this since forever because I love. dark characters yeah. so what we are going to be doing is we are going to be talking about villains right the anti heroes scamsters fraudsters murderers you know all those people who who really make you think about what's good what's bad right and, and i think this good versus evil is something you know everyone is interested in right tara because you know since you're a kid you know you go through fairy tales where there's a very clear heroine and there's a witch right at least i was you know raised on that and now we are seeing that this genre is slowly developing right and i think that's what we are going to be dissecting on today's episode yeah you know it's the rise of the villains the rise of the con artist the scam artist and it's very interesting because these people are actually sort of becoming the heroes in a way of these stories exactly um, yeah. and that's what we're going to discuss so um you know to begin with um tara so who is an antagonist right so who is a villain i'm pretty sure all of you will find the definition on google but you know what we thought um a villain is at least you know what i thought um tara is that when i was growing up you know when i saw all these fairy tales there was very clearly a heroine the princess and there was always an opposing party who's a witch or who's a villain right so you clearly know who's good who's bad right but what i've noticed now right the definition of the villain or the antagonist has changed because you know that person has become the hero that person has taken front stage right so what do you think yeah i agree you know like there's so many movies and books now where it's all about the villain because it's less boring right because a hero <laughs> is always sort of like one dimensional you yeah, know they're perfect yeah. and we can never be like them but i guess for a villain we see a little bit more of our own dark side perhaps mm. in it i i don't know Uh, yeah. But I also find it interesting that uh, the definition of a villain has changed in terms of also looks, because when yes. we were when we were kids, and and it still does happen, but it's changing. Is that villains were always portrayed as some something that is deformed, so somebody that is uh, not traditionally good looking, maybe disabled. You Very know, they were always othered. Correct. Even even in terms of Disney movies, you'll have sort of like. Cruella, or you'll have Ursula the witch. You know, they they don't yeah. look good. They look yeah. scary. Now we're moving into a space where not only is the villain story becoming more interesting and coming into mm. the forefront, uh, and the villain is not a foil to the hero, but is is the center of the right. story. But also they are sort of like not otherizing it. in terms of the look so much which i find interesting we mm. have like leonardo dicaprio we have J- jared leto's joker uh, yeah. we have these charming psychopathic villains we have these yeah. beautiful eris villains you know all kinds mm. of stories are coming Correct. and we're getting more and more drawn to them than mm. ever before so 
you know yeah the evolution of of this uh, whole genre has changed but what is it that what do you think that why has it changed why are these stories coming so much in the forefront why why are you as a reader consumer listener so attracted now to these stories of antagonists that netflix is producing correct story after story you know yeah so actually if if i you know think about it and you know there's a lot of food for thought there um i have always been drawn to dark characters i don't know why like you know please don't judge me but i have loved characters uh, for example about psychopaths or or you know serial killers murderers you know but <laughs> michelle <laughs> so so you know actually the reason is tara you know i even wanted to study abnormal psychology and, and the, yeah oh yeah. gosh that's so cool yeah. so you know i think we are drawn to like you said this other you know which is also a little problematic like what i feel is had this been normalized had it been a very normal feature people might have not been that interested interested in the genre right i think the reason is because you know we we know that there are certain rules in society there are certain civil uh, you know behaviors patterns of behavior and we all try to be the good citizen the good person right we all want to be loved and all of that but what i find very interesting about these characters is you know they just draw you with with their you know personality with their charm and with their intellect right so i mean you know there are different different kinds so there are you know fraudsters scamsters murderers serial killers you know there's a lot to unpack in this because there are different types of characters but i feel you know the, the reason we are really drawn to it is because we are different i think that difference is is something that makes us really drawn to it right what about you so you're saying that it's so out of bounds because i have often asked myself you know why am i watching these very like dark things yeah. or why am i yeah. watching people sort of like uh, conning people out of billions of dollars and like what is what is up with this yeah. right why are we like so into it mm. uh, and i think you're right it's because it's so far out of our um, it's a, it's a good story mm. you mm. know like do i want to know yeah it's entertaining do i want to know yeah. the story of a perfect human being or do i want to know about this like crazy con artist who, yeah. who pretended to be this whole other person and mm. then like it's just such a good story and i think yeah. for me it's part of that whole entertainment like it's way more entertaining and it's voyeurism like yeah. like you said right yes. like it's so far out of your own exactly realm of mm. how mm. you think you should act that you 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 always asking the question but why Yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah, yeah, you and know? you and you always want to know how it turns out. You yeah, want to know yeah. do they change? Yeah. Do they you know stay the same? Do they get worse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, so you know now. I mean, now that we've you know understood why we we are drawn to these characters, I think you know Tara, there are so many kinds of of dark characters. Like I said, right. So I am usually drawn to like I said serial killers. <laughs> so the first time. I had come across this on screen uh, because I don't read much of crime. Right? Why do you think you don't read but watch? That's yeah. Actually, so um, uh, you know, I read more of literary fiction, and I've realized that you know, to read a lot of crime or to read a lot of investigative stories, you have to be very, very uh, um, observant, right? That I mean, what I mean is, in literary fiction, you can flow with the character, you can mm. flow with the language, but in crime or or in mysteries, you have to pick on the clues or on you know the the, the basically the points that they mention with lightning speed, right? And that's something I'm I'm trying to learn, so I'm actually trying to. Read more of crime. So thank you for asking me that. So what I do is, Tara, I keep I write notes. So for example, if if I think maybe oh this point could be relevant, you know, like I'm trying to piece the the puzzle and together. And so why why screen? Why like 
so it's obviously easier right yeah. so in a, in i think what i think is in a screen format they make it more understandable to a wider audience but but if you're reading a crime book it's mm-hmm. just crime enthusiasts yeah. who get that story so the the first person that i liked was actually dexter right so to just give our viewers and you a little view on, on you know who dexter is and and why he's interesting right so he's this boy who um you know this man this cop found him in very uh, undesirable circumstances so his mom was killed when he and very uh, tragic um childhood but as this boy grows up the father notices that he has this fixation towards killing things like it, it starts small right with animals you know with insects <laughs> That's so and scary. yeah and and but you know what i found the most interesting because i love uh, family stories i love parental uh, you know parental validation all of that this father is so protective of his son that he says son if you really can't control this urge to kill why do to kill the bad guys and i was like oh my gosh like what a parent right but i mean that's a different thing so you know you're constantly thinking whether this is good or this is bad right because yes he's killing the bad guys but at the end of the day who is he to decide who is bad right so that was the first time i noticed but i think um, tara you uh, you know you're not much into serial killers why is that <laughs> i love this question are you into serial killers or not <laughs> oh gosh i should yeah, have framed yeah. that better i find there's a big difference between uh white like the white portrayal uh and the brown portrayal so if you look at white tiger uh he's not a serial killer but he's a murderer the the driver of this rich couple it comes from the space of revenge or or you know yeah, yeah it's, i get it's it it's poverty it's relational you know it's it's sort of like desperation uh yeah. that drives it it's societal factors that are driving it versus a lot of these stories that are there uh in the west you know uh the ted bundy tapes for example who was a psychopathic serial killer yeah. it's about that psychopathy it's not about it's coming from a place that is very different mm. than the place that you know uh south asian stories of right. these con the artists or serial the context yeah. is very different across the kinds of villains and mm. con artists there are and, and if i can add to that tara you know what i've realized is earlier as you said in this depiction you know hollywood typical white female there was uh, sorry not white female white male um, characters they always had a sob story behind it right like i mean this childhood abuse that then makes them who they are but i think right now in 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 the stories that are coming out they have removed that right like like we said so the villain just comes up front and, and we get to see who he is what he does and all of that but we don't get to see that sob story yeah. so i think that's one way how it's also evolved on screen so yeah serial killers there's a lot to unpack you know that whether whether it's sort of like you showing the childhood stories whether it comes from place of desperation or psychopathy or female serial killers as well uh you know which is a whole other thing i don't know of of many and there's so much to unpack but i want to go speaking of you know not showing the back story i want to go to uh this scam artist <laughs> thing which is my favorite genre yeah. of all time and i think i i think of the world because the kinds of uh, content that is being churned out about scam artists and con artists every day there's a new serial Correct. every day there's a new uh, book about somebody doing the con right i want to make a few points about the con artists yeah. but the one thing that i would like to point out is that i find it really funny so for example there's this con artist let's take the most recent uh, show that's out on hotstar it's called the dropout Drop. so it's based on this book which is fabulous uh the book is called bad blood and it was basically an investigation into company of mm. this very young woman the first mm. female billionaire 
Elizabeth Holmes. So she dropped out of Stanford and she said that I'm going to invent a, a machine that instead of taking a needle for your blood, I will yeah. do a pinprick and then I will have hundreds of blood tests done. So she got a lot of investment, everything, but the technology didn't work at all. <laughs> you know, it's really yeah. funny. So, so then her net worth by the end of it came down to zero from I a billion. Know, I know. And, and she was named yeah. one of the most disappointing women, I think, by Forbes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a crazy story. It's a it's a mad story. But it's it's very interesting. I especially like this kind because sort of it shows a slippery slope. Hmm. Uh it shows that, you know, because this person really believed in the product at first, but then she couldn't right. make the product. So she kept doing hmm. this like Jogad and like in business school you learn about slippery so slope. you mean probably the intention was good initially yeah and like okay. yeah even for we work right the mm. intention like it shows intention probably was to create that and then right. they sort of like started swindling and started unfortunately like yeah, like yeah. you say slippery slope yeah. is a very good but way I think the other yeah. point that I wanted to make was mm. that they actually lost a lot of money but then think about it Michelle both we crashed and drop out there's 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 podcasts there are tv shows Dropout is even going to be made into a movie with Jennifer Lawrence. That story, yeah, and all and 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 those stories make so much money. Yeah, they actually yeah. make yeah. money. I mean, Correct. not the person itself, but, but the, yeah, exactly. I get. I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's, it's this. You know, there's so much fodder there, right? Yeah. Like, like I think, and as as you said, I think movie is just one format, and if we probably invent another format, there'll be yeah. you know another adaptation, but. But I think, yeah, so, so you know, me, uh, Tara, the first time I thought, uh, you know, about this whole uh, con artist scam thing is because, you know, I generally think in, in one direction and, you know, and we have this, you know, certain moral values of good and bad. Yeah. So the first time I came to know was through Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, gosh, when I saw that, I was like, OK. And as you said, it might have begun with this need to just, you know, make a sale. Right. And and a lot of people, you know, think that we at Bound are just readers, are just editors, but we do put on other hats and, you know, sales is a very I would say essential part of the job right and the thrill you get when you make a sale right I mean that's amazing but you know it started from that and then as you said it's a slippery slope so what I think is this this fascination for understanding what goes on in their minds will never end have you seen this show called Tinder Swindler no I haven't it's crazy oh I mean that sounds itself so so interesting yeah. Tinder Swindler basically this guy hmm. he pretended to be this billionaire on Tinder hmm. so he used to like match with these women and <laughs> then they used to fall in love with him and then he used to ask them and then he used to then he used to like be like oh I'm I'm in some like dire straits you know like my dad is not giving me money and something something so you oh. give me money and then he used to take money it's a true story take money from them and then just sort of like no, uh, disappear but you know add to add to that Tara I just read a news that in the pandemic this kind of crime has increased a lot really? uh, yes because apparently uh, people are lonelier right you don't get to connect with people as you used to like see we are meeting after so long yes. <laughs> so you know apparently this is a thing where guys pretend I mean I don't I, I'm sure you know there might be girls who also do this I'm not sure but majority of them you know guys pretend to you know probably go through very um uh, unsavory uh, circumstances and then the girls transfer the money the next day they disappear so they change. Yeah, yeah and it's a yeah. thing apparently it makes oh, me gosh. think you know like we are like talking about how these stories are so much fun like you know these books are amazing these movies there's like but yeah. there are real people there are exactly. real yes. consequences to these 
people you know apart from the entertainment and yes. a good story these people are being affected so what do you think about that aspect of it when engaging in watching a story about mm-hmm. a serial killer or a con artist or Very you know because we also in these stories we are rooting for, they, they make it in such a way whether yeah. it's a book or movie that we are rooting for them yeah exactly no that that's yeah. a very very interesting point and in fact you know that human element is why actually yeah. you know as i said i watch it of course you watch it for other things like how are they using their intellect because yeah. they are very smart people all of that but you know to talk about this human element are i'm thinking about you know the you know how problematic these stories are right yeah. because uh, of course you know there are you know good aspects you get to hear you you, you become aware i think the viewer or the you know listener becomes quite aware of what might happen to them you might become more vigilant after that right but apart from this uh, you know um, awareness that they provide i do think it's a little problematic right especially when it comes to mental health right because and like you said this human aspect so uh, you know tara they do cover uh, you know things about their life but that human element is missing because it's always a sob story it's always a typical you know journey where you have a where you have a bad childhood and that's how they become their like like the joker right but then i feel like again like you know that is fine like mm. i think the problem because people do have bad childhood so like portraying something that is a bad childhood is fine i think the way that it is problematic the way do it, is yeah. because the fact is that these stories are then used to garner sympathy for somebody who is mm. doing something outside society's realms right we all have back stories we all have mm. sob stories and they should be looked at and they should be sort of spoken about but to use it to then say that okay what you are doing which is like killing people or conning people makes it okay or justifies it mm. that to me is problematic mm. you know like if somebody has a genuine mental issue That's going and exploring that mental issue and then saying that how do we address that issue is different yeah. than using a yeah. sob story exactly then, like gana uh, yeah. sympathy mm. so so actually you know uh, this uh, talk about Uh, what's problematic in these stories sara really made me think about how disability has been has been shown through mm. these stories right like you said um, earlier it's always this person with with a facial disfigurement right they they become antisocial and, and and then they kill right so i i i would really love to see uh, stories where they are normalized right where a yeah. person where a person has different features who might look different from you but then they are normal people but right but it has been they, but that's why the scam artist ones mm. they do that so mm. for example like these all these like billionaires and all these people they look great i mean because they based based on true stories i okay. think there's a differentiation between a true i think we have to also differentiate between a true story and, and a, a fictional account okay, okay. and in true stories it's often again like these psychopath behaviors they're good looking mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. i think actually that's evolved a lot from the beginning where mm. earlier you had in fiction disfigurement and things okay so you're and saying using less of less of that it moved to psychopathy mm. it moved to people pretending to be okay. these gorgeous billionaires or mm. like for example inventing anna which is about right. this no this girl who isn't isn't anything great but yeah. is pretending to be a german billionaire mm-hmm. she is beautiful she wears amazing clothes i mean mm. ted bundy who we spoke about gorgeous guy i mean to look at like mm. disgusting what he did mm. uh but uh, i think you know like it depends also 
and whether it's a true story maybe in a fictional account for example hmm. uh padmavat with ranveer singh <laughs> he had disfigurements so yes. i think that is like no, I, but also i, I would it, like yeah. to i would like to uh, counter that a bit that yeah. the thing is see, i feel beauty is subjective uh, yeah. honestly like if yeah. you i mean what i mean is what might be gorgeous to you might not be gorgeous to me so i mean i think we are fed with these notions of what is beauty so i would like to see a change in that like what okay. I, what i mean is if you probably see a different differently looking person like normalized sitting beside you and talking to you that might become your vision of beauty as right. well so the reason right. we feel certain things are beautiful is because they have been showing us the same kind of beauty so uh, for example i recently watched um, uh, was it batman or spiderman i don't remember i recently watched uh, the latest um, you know i think Sp- yes i recently watched spiderman in the theater tara and the heroine of of the main lead is this uh, a mixed race woman uh, yeah. Uh, yeah i'm uh, sorry Zendaya. i don't uh, yes yeah. yeah so i loved to see that like honestly i was sick of seeing white white women on screen and and i felt but that's it was another so conversation so i think the point is that villains were portrayed in the mainstream as always disfigured you know yeah. with the joker with that smile um or the earlier examples that i said but nowadays you know it's not about the disfigured mm-hmm. figurement so much as actually evolved to the psychology the con um and the otherizing is not yeah. done through looks as much mm. correct so you know that like i've been thinking about the way this genre has evolved um, as you said so first uh, the the villain existed because of the hero and and you know a lot of problematic things like we discussed um and and now the you know the villain is you know right in the front you get to see them see what they're doing and it, and it's amazing right but if you talk about what changes you would like to see of course definitely the problematic things we mentioned but apart from that tara you know how i see this genre evolve i think it's going to turn towards um, more uh, to do with technology with it especially cyber crime i feel that there will be a big boom in cyber crime um, content so one show that I would like to mention is clickbait. So I watched this show. Oh gosh, it was it kept me on the edge of my seat, and and I was thinking why, right? It it you know of course there are so many things you can love in a story, but the main reason I was drawn to it was because it was set in a social media. I mean basically the uh, the whole concept was around a YouTube video, a live streaming YouTube video of a guy confessing to a murder. So I think there's going to be more of social media and more of technology. That's, That's something I'm interesting. Sure. Yeah. I think we can definitely. bet on that <laughs> for me as you guys know like i love con artist stories and i can give you like a full list which i'm going to put in the show note yeah. uh, about like recommendations of books and movies so i think those are evergreen mm. um and there's more indian versions of those also yes. coming out because india is full of con artists <laughs> like the bad boy billionaire series uh, or yeah. the harshad mehta scandal and there's so many that we don't know correct and people are just going to keep conning people mm. because they never going to stop they always going to try their luck yeah. uh whether it's a robin hood where we they steal from the uh, the rich and give to the poor yeah yeah both i think both ways stealing, yeah correct but stealing from the poor and giving to the rich i think is something i maybe would not like to watch hmm. i think there's a perverse pleasure in yes. watching something somebody like steal from the rich and give to the poor and there's also a perverse pleasure in then seeing someone who's done something so wrong fail Hmm. like you know like uh, no you're right i i get what you mean it it is problematic like even yeah. as viewers yeah. it makes you wonder why are you watching this yeah. right in the first yeah. place so there was this movie called changeling uh, where uh, i love that movie yeah so yeah. angelina jolie and based on a book yes and yeah. it's it's a true story yeah. so the thing is that i i have been following i mean i have this uh, fixation okay please don't judge me but i've been following stories of true true crime 
um, you know, murders especially. And and what I, I I really wanted to understand why people become. I mean, how how do they become serial killers, right? So in this Changeling story, it's actually based on a real story called uh, the Chicken Coop Murders, and okay. they are chilling. My God, like even when I think about it, I get I get goosebumps. So you know, Tara, this guy he lived in a, you know uh, in some places in the U.S. You know, especially people who've not been in the U.S. Everyone thinks probably everything is like New York. You know, bustling. You know, city life. No, but he was living on a on a farm pretty deserted yeah. area i mean and and no one would visit there what he would do is he would keep up a, uh, a boy in in his right, uh, right. yeah in his car and he knew that that would be a very good excuse for a child to get into the car and he would kill so he was a serial killer of of children and that movie is something i rewatch again and again and again you know mainly because it was the first time i saw a female character right the mother the mother of the son who who is a working woman i loved that i loved that you know back i think it was set in the 1920s so thought she was a single uh, working mother and and the kind of effort she put in and she you know she did not find her son like it's it's a very very disturbing movie but for me that's my favorite because that movie didn't fetishize uh, like you said didn't fetishize the the uh, psychopath but it focused on the mother's uh, point of view that's very interesting and made me think of uh, the the book room Hmm. um and it's very like you know like once i watch one of these i actually moved away from these kind of stories right. because they're so disturbing they're so sort of like dark you know i think that's why people are moving away from these kind of hmm. stories hmm. and that's why we're seeing sort of villains and con artists being put which is problematic as we spoke about but being portrayed in this sort of like more fun way like even the type of music that you see like when wolf of wall street or this inventing yeah. anna because it's not as like that desperation that dark i don't want to see that level of tragedy you know it's it's too much for me uh, and i think people want to see things that are othering hmm. that are different than hero stories um and 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 i think but they do also don't want to see like such dark tragedy mm. and that's why there's a new kind of evolution of right. you know fun like fun stories about villains and stuff where you don't see that as much but a story that is very dark which i really like because of technique you know like mm-hmm. as an editor i really mm-hmm. love this book it was called room and uh, it was told from the point of view of the of a little child who basically the story was that uh, this woman was trapped by a guy in america mm-hmm. in a very small room correct uh, and she was abused and she had a kid and this kid only knew had had never seen anything but a room yeah so you know the language the kind of language and the kind of perception that this kid then has because they've only seen like four walls yeah. is so different where like a table becomes like a uh, 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 the table like a, yeah. you know like yeah, a, a yeah. very she, in- she gives each of them a personality uh, each of them a personality and the the whole mind of that child the way that the writer yeah. has portrayed it i think that that skill of writing from that child's point of view that was fabulous for me yeah. uh, but coming back to <laughs> the topic of yeah. you know uh, these villains or these anti heroes or scam artists as the center of the story which is your favorite of which is your favorite villain or anti hero whatever you want to i think our viewers now uh, might not uh, know of this character because it just i just remembered uh, you know so this is not something which is on an ott platform it's not a show but there's this bollywood movie called oil lucky lucky oil okay and it's abhay uh, abhay deol of course everyone knows what a fantastic actor he is right like i mean he chooses a little different art um, art kind of films i loved that movie because again he uh, you know 
becomes a con artist and it's out of circumstances that that turns him into that i just absolutely loved it because it shows you the layers of society it shows you corruption and and you know he's so different i i don't think any other i've not seen any other character from a small town being depicted that way so for me that is my favorite yeah. anti-hero what about yeah. you i like the south asian stories because again hmm. the circumstances are so different yes uh than mental health it's about the the society my favorite is very difficult to say mine would have to be female because he, here's another thing we always see sort of more men doing these sort yes. of swindles and 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 yeah. things in and it, it makes right? sense <laughs> it makes sense uh i always find a perverse pleasure in watching women like con artists Different, or women yeah. doing things I, i somehow get a little inspired by them i know it's not the right thing <laughs> oh to god, say oh god that is scary uh but they're bad ass some of them you yeah. know the way they portrayed so i think uh for me maybe the uh, a recent one that comes to my mind is anna mm. because she was something else she was just i mean like she was really smart and she knew how to manipulate yeah. people and get what she want mm. and she was very confident you know some of these women are very confident yeah they're using it in the wrong way <laughs> but i like that confidence so yeah. i think i think as like young like maybe not young i don't know what we are <laughs> but women in our 30s yeah. it's nice to like you know we speak about this all the time it's nice role to see models, women right? biking it's nice to <laughs> yeah, see women yeah. trekking like i mean I role models might not be the the best thing to yeah. say here but i get I what you mean because I, i think you know uh, when you spoke about that tara i was just brought back to the saying that always you know like women are always corrected the way you from the way you sit to the way you talk to the way you behave you are told that there's a right way so i think that's what you mean that you know that's why you're drawn I think stories. you're right. Yeah, cool. I think you're right. So I think that brings us to the end of this episode. It was, I think this is one of the most fun episodes because yes. we did it in person. We did it in our office. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we finally got to like vibe off each other. Correct. Like and and also, experience. I think one of the most like most entertaining and and favorite topics, right? Like I can talk about dark characters for yeah. for hours. This is one of the first things we started talking about because we were like, oh, you also like, you know, because <laughs> when I first started yeah. watching all of this, I thought there was something wrong with me. Yes. You know, yes. I was like, is there something yeah. wrong with yeah. me? That's why I like this. Look, no, actually, you know, yeah. I don't admit to many people yeah. that I watch yeah. dark stories because you know, I thought, okay, yeah. what will they judge? I yeah. mean, they'll judge yeah. me. So, yeah. but now it's become so mainstream, and I'm happy that we're like talking about it. Yes. <laughs> so here's to many more interesting conversations about books, content, storytelling, and we'll be back next Wednesday with another guest, and we're going to be doing many more of these video series. So keep watching, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow us at Bound India on all our social media platforms, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Yes, and don't forget, please let us know who is your favorite villain or character, and tag us because we would love to know, right? Yes. Cool. Okay, so until next time, bye bye.